0: Thank you band. Thank you, Ellie. That sounded great. All right. So before we get into family chat, Mike is heading out for Poland tomorrow. So we should pray for you and probably even more for your wife. So come here. So, if you're nearby, just come on over and lay a hand on, on Mike and Vanessa, and we will pray this, this one up. <laughs> come on in here. Right on. Lord, thank you so much for the Katzenburgers. Uh, they are beautiful in your sight and uh, used by you in pretty miraculous ways in our lives and all over the planet. Uh, Lord, would you give Mike traveling mercies as he heads for Poland? Uh, would you empower him and the team to bring your word and encouragement um, uh, to, to believers over there and those who don't yet know you? Open up doors, Lord, um, for your good news, for your love to, to go where, uh, where, where it hasn't yet. And Lord, I ask that you'd uh, give each of them dreams, uh, even at night, uh, before they go, about what you want to do, and help them, Lord, to step into these good works that you have created them to step into from the beginning of time. Yes. Lord, make Poland different, change lives through their through their trip, and change them as well. May they come back seeing your love and your power in action, and come back with great stories. Lord, we lift up Mike, we lift up Vanessa as well as Mike's gone. Um, just take care of her physically Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, may may she not feel like she's missing uh, a beat, uh, but continuing uh, her life with you and and the strength of their family and protect this new life that's on its way. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. thank you. Something about praying for people. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be fun if you just got to do that all day long? So, uh, thank you for being here, for the family chat, and braving the, you know, it's probably 82, 83 in here, so. Like 180. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I am grateful to the Lord for you, and I was reading something in Philippians, and I've read it a bunch of times before, but for some reason it was just really ringing true uh, this week as I, as I thought about you and it says this i thank my god every time i remember you in all my prayers for all of you i always pray with joy let me stop there some some pastors they lead a congregation of people who are a huge pain <laughs> it i know them i mean i talked to some of the guys some of them are here in town and they can't get a darn thing done because everybody is a stick in the mud and and a pain in their leadership rear-end. And it's so nice that you are not that. So thank you. Uh, And then it says, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And then this is really great. Paul says, it's right for me to feel this way about you since I have you in my heart. That's just... It's relationship. It's So I, I'm just happy when I, when I read that, that I don't have a job as much as I have relationship with each of you. So thank you for being here for the family chat. And that's why we call it the family chat rather than the church business meeting. Because this is more like sitting around the dinner table saying, so let me give you some updates on how was your day? How was your day? You know, so rather than you know, uh, line by line, uh, the meeting of the board of directors. Amen to that, right Dan? Okay. So uh, a few updates. One, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three big updates. Discipleship, worship, finances. Okay. Um, so on discipleship, Mike has been meeting with a group of leaders um, for the last couple of months to um, brainstorm, to pray, to work through how are we doing at making disciples? How are we doing at reproducing disciples? So I was a missions pastor, and here's how you know when a missions movement or a church plant is working, when it gets to three generations. When it gets to three generations, you have movement. When it's one generation, you have a great idea. It's not sustainable yet. It's not, it doesn't have a life of its own. So the same thing is true in our lives. When I help somebody follow Christ, that's awesome. But part of discipling that person is they are helping someone else follow Jesus. And then it becomes this powerful, unstoppable force that the Lord wants to use. Does that make sense? So I've been trying to figure out how do we create disciples? How do we um, multiply disciples? Not just believers, not just churchgoers, but actual people who try to act like Jesus, empowered by him to do Jesus stuff. So, so I feel like what's been really great is having a bunch of you together. I know Leslie has a huge passion for discipling, and Wendy, and and Kenny, and others, so thank the Lord for you, and so that has helped us come up with some plans for Mosaic groups in the fall that will make Mosaic groups more strategic, more intentional, and I'm not going to spoil it, but part of it is doing stuff in a big group, and part of it is being in a group of three as well, and it's all within the context of Mosaic group, and it's also in the context of Um, how are we doing following the things that we know the Lord has asked us to do? Because sometimes we say, I know what I'm supposed to do, and we don't do it. And no one knows that we didn't do it. But how great if someone's in our life and they're able to say, Christina, how's it going? And they actually care, and they actually listen. And we're able to have a conversation about, well, I'm not growing. Well, I'm not either. Well, what are we going to do about, you know, have you done the thing that God asked you to do? Well, no. Well, how can I help you do the thing God asked you to do? So that'll accelerate our discipleship, and I'm pretty excited about the fall. So you'll hear more about that in August, and we'll also get into a series in September about shape, which is about who are you, how has God created you, what are the, what are the gifts and passions, and how, wanna use, how does he want to use your life in the lives of others? So those things will, will travel together. So thanks, Mike, for your leadership in all that, and he'll continue to work on it while he's on a plane. It's great. Um, so worship, so as we heard about today, worship is much more than music. Um, but worship, but worship music is something that's important here. And we are a church that's full of pretty talented people. I mean, it's pretty fun to have a small church with that many good musicians and worship leaders and like, right. Am I right? Wow. Um, and so, but I wanted to announce a transition that's happening. Um, how many of you know Marquita Knight? So she has been in the saddle for three months. Um, We brought her in as our worship leader, worship pastor, and she commutes from L.A. Um, And so um, we love who she is. We love the gift that she brings, the gifts that she has. Huge passion for the Lord and pipes like nobody else. I mean, unbelievable voice. Um, But the season that she's been in the last 90 days... Has been crazy. It has been difficult. It has been surprising. It has been hard. It has been crushing in a way. So she cares for her mother, who's aging. She is the um, caregiver and sole supporter of mom. We got to meet mom a few weeks ago, and um, mom's not doing great. That's been a surprise. And and so and Marquita also has to say yes to some traveling gigs to help pay the bills to help with mom. So really her focus has been mom and traveling more than here. And that has been hard for her and hard for us. So we really feel like it's time to make a transition and say, this hasn't been what she signed up for. It hasn't been what we need, but we love her like crazy. And, and I don't feel like we went into it and we're like, God, why did, why did we screw up? I don't, I don't, because we went in prayerfully a bunch of us as leaders really soaked on it and just said, Lord, lead us, take us to, you know, this next decision, this next place. And so we have a relationship with her on purpose. And, and I want us to be a blessing to her, not a oops in her life. Uh, And so she's going to be leading on the 23rd again. And we're going to have a time during that service where we get to pray over her and encourage her and, and pour into her. And, and so we're still trying to figure out what's something else practical that we could do. Maybe we take an offering. Maybe we give gifts. Maybe we. So if you if you're like thinking like that, and you have an idea of something that we could do to bless her, talk to me, and I would love to put you in charge of it. Um, I I don't know what we can do, um, but let's come up with a great way to bless her and serve her in this transition. So. So, and, and also we're going to continue to have her out occasionally to lead worship because we, again, we feel like the relationship's on purpose. And so, uh, yeah. And in the interim, um, I've asked John Barber who led this morning to take over, um, that position just for a few months to coordinate our own people rather than bringing people in from, you know, all over the place to lead. He'll be leading, and some of our own people will be leading and mostly our own musicians um, and and so I feel like it's it's really great that his travel schedule is is not crazy this summer, so he's actually available for the first time maybe in your life to do something like this on an interim basis to get us through and i and I enjoyed what you did this morning and it was just beautiful <laughs> focusing on the Lord so I'm grateful for your gifts so before we move on, let's, let's just pray for that whole bit and, uh, about, about worship. Lord, we lift up Marquita this morning. Uh, Lord, thank you for her. Thank you for her heart for you. Thank you for the journey she's been on with you. Uh, Lord, may she feel freedom and joy in this transition and not disappointment. Um, but Lord, thank you for bringing her into our lives. And we ask that you would make our relationship strong and, and that it would continue. And Lord, we also ask for during this transition that your hand would be all over our church in the area of worship. Uh, empower John, um, rally the troops. May our musicians come together uh, at a new level. Support, encourage, love each other, and work together as a team to lead the rest of us towards you. I ask that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Um, so we did discipleship. We, well, we're making good time. We did worship. So the third one is finances. So we had an April family chat and I stood here and I basically said, oh my gosh, we're in trouble. How many of you were here? Okay, so, so basically from January through April, we were falling behind at a click of four to $5,000 a month, which means that the great year end that we had by putting you know almost $30,000 in the bank was gone in the first four months of the year, which is really scary. So let's, let's just say that you're a family and you have your savings for a rainy day and then it's gone. Yeah. So then you gather everybody around the dining room table and you say, so, you know, that thing that we had for rainy day ain't there. So what are we going to do? So I got together with all of you in April and I said, pray, please take action, please get involved, help however you can. You did. May was a good and flat month. There were a couple of larger gifts that made May happen. And so I was able to meet with our leaders and say, hey, May was good. We stopped the, the falling down. We're on our feet. But it was a couple of gifts that really helped that happen. It wasn't a broad-based, everybody in, you know, let's get together and shore it up, everybody. So, so it was a good news, but a little mixed. So, uh, so I was able to tell everybody, let's pray and let's cut back because we can't count on a couple of huge month gifts happening every month. So what we decided to do as leaders is cut back our budget, um, by about 4,000, 5,000 a month so that we come down to about, about what's coming in. And then Jeremy and I can't remember who else just said, why don't we just pray and fast? duh. So we started praying and fasting as leaders on Mondays, some of us half day, some of us whole day, and just saying, Lord, would you meet this need? You love these people. You love our church. So Lord, would you please provide for her needs? And guess what happened? He did. So we cut back. And so we spent 29,000 in June. Normal is 34. So we cut back, right? And 44 came in thousand, not dollars. So what happened? So the Lord just answered in a pretty resounding way and said, I'm going to take care of you. And so, and it wasn't like a, a big gift that made that all happen. It was a lot of people helping and serving and, and being part of the solution. So praise the Lord, right? We should praise the Lord before we do anything else. So so that literally made up half of that deficit from December, and, and it got us back on our feet and in a place where it's not scary, and, and we're not wondering, like, week to week, are we going to be okay or not? And so the Lord is so good. So, so I feel like next steps with that, I, I, one piece that I think made, made that happen, and, and I, don't, I don't have statistics on this, but I know that more of you have started giving online and recurring and there's something about setting up the like monthly or every week or two weeks or whatever that you don't forget. It's amazing how just that little step has helped the whole. And so especially, you know, if you're going to be traveling, if you're going to be gone, if you're, you know, spotty on how much you're around, set that up because that really helps. So, so thank you and I wanted to give you that update. And and I feel like the the other thing that I uh, we were We were meeting as leaders. We were talking about Mondays praying and fasting that 's not over. like I feel like that was a good thing that started, and now we 're not done. I want to invite you to join um, and those of us who are part of the council we're going to keep praying and fasting on Mondays for the health of our church, for the finances of our church but but also for for something else because um, I feel like the Lord wants to create in us a, a worshiping body. So it's interesting that we're in transition from Marqueta. The the finances have come up. We're going into a season of studying and pouring into worship in order to get ready to make disciples in the fall. So it's all these things are kind of coming together. And so I want to invite you on Mondays to and some of you, you know, some of you may not be able to fast the whole day. Fast breakfast or lunch, or fast from something, and just join us in praying. And fasting is just a reminder to pray. And your stomach says, hey, 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 and you say, I know, I'm praying, right? And, And so it's a great way to rally us together and unite us together in prayer for our church, okay?